Hello and welcome to uh, another review from me, Mr Monday. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about the last Doctor Who Christmas special, Twice Upon a Time. Be warned, this podcast contains spoilers, so if you haven't seen the episode yet, make sure you go and watch it before carrying on with the podcast. So, Twice Upon a Time. Two doctors stranded in a forbidden snowscape, refusing to face regeneration and a British army captain seemingly destined to die in the First World War, but taken from the trenches to play his part in the Doctor's story. This is the magical last chapter in the Twelfth Doctor's epic adventure. He must face his past to decide his future, and the Doctor will realise the resilience of humanity, discovering hope in his darkest frozen moment. It's the end of an era, but the Doctor's journey is only just beginning. So, first thing about this episode is, it starts exactly where Season 10 ended, with... The first Doctor, played by David Bradley, approaching the TARDIS. Talk about David Bradley's performance. He's really, really good as the first Doctor. The only issue I've got is that the transition at the start between Hartnell and Bradley really spoils it. It makes it very, very obvious how different David Bradley's performance is from the original William Hartnell. Also looks really bad. Um, It's not a good video effect. The other thing about the first Doctor is his 60s attitudes obviously played for laughs, but they're not terribly funny after the first time it's done. I mean, we know the original Doctor was made in the 60s. We don't need reminding of that. We don't need that explaining. It was a product of its time. Those attitudes were just a product of their time. We don't need those to be explained. Um, At first, David Bradley's it was quite stilted performance. I thought he sounded very much like um, a Mondasian Cyberman when he first appeared with his, his intonation. It soon changed, and that was it got better. Um, the main thing I liked about his performance, though, that he doesn't need those gadgets to work things out. All the other Doctors rely on gadgets, and he, he does it with his mind. He doesn't need the sonic sunglasses or a sonic screwdriver. He notices straight away that the, the glass woman is asymmetrical faced, so she's probably based on a real person. Even the Twelfth Doctor doesn't notice that until it's pointed out to him. We get a fairly decent explanation why he left Gallifrey. He's talked to, to Bill Potts. Um, I thought that was pretty good, that he left to find out why good always wins when the odds are stacked against it. I like that. But ultimately, all the first Doctor does is follow the Twelfth Doctor around. He doesn't have any agency of his own. He's literally just following the Twelfth Doctor around. In that respect, I think it was a wasted opportunity. David Bradley, fantastic performance, like I said, but story-wise, he just didn't have anything to do. It was... He was there because he could be. That was about it. So jumping back to the opening of the story, I loved the pre-credits introduction and I loved Peter Capaldi's performance in that, especially the uh, Are You Having a Laugh line. That was absolutely perfectly performed, I thought. I also really, really enjoyed the exchange between the Captain and the Twelfth Doctor about World War One. To me, having watched Doctor Who for most of my life, that was one of the best moments I've ever seen in Doctor Who. I really, really like that. It's perfectly pitched by both actors. On that note, uh, Mark Gatiss, I think, gives the best performance in the episode. Um, he pretty much steals every scene he's in, and he is a likeable character, and uh, you get the feeling that he's the man who's wanting to do what's right, even if that puts him at a personal loss. He's off, off of sacrificing himself so that Bill could be saved. It's a perfect example of that. I still think Mark Gatiss would make a terrible Doctor, though. As much as I like him, not a Doctor. 
but yeah, loved him. And the reveal that he's Lethbridge Stewart's grandfather was also a really, really nice nod to the original series and, of course, to the characters that we love. I thought there was some really nice use of some classic new series Doctor Who music. Doomsday, in particular, on the soundtrack, was really good. One of my favourite pieces of music. And I was, I was really pleased to hear that back, especially as Murray Gold is not going to be doing the music for the series in future, which is a shame. But over the last couple of seasons, his music has kind of been lost in the background. There's been no classic tracks like there were for the 10th and the 11th Doctors. Rusty was really odd callback to the show. I'd completely forgotten about him. I actually thought he'd been destroyed at the end of the episode. He was in, but I've checked it and looked it up, and no, he wasn't. He was alive, but didn't do anything for me. Just seemed really weird. I would much rather have seen Handel's The Cyberman Head that Matt Smith had uh, back again. I, I thought that was a great character, whereas Rusty was just the Dalek. And why? Why were the Daleks all running around like rats on the planet? It didn't make any sense either. Um, I know they were out of their casings, but surely the casings were there to protect them. I didn't get that at all. That just didn't work for me. I'm talking about bad guys, and um, the fact that testimony weren't bad didn't make any sense to me. They acted so menacingly and threateningly at the start of the episode, and then suddenly they weren't actually bad guys, and that means there was no villain in the episode, which kind of felt a bit flat to me. And their whole reason for being didn't make any sense. Did they take everyone? Because I don't, I really don't think future people are going to want to watch my life. I've not been doing anything. The famous people like Gandhi or JFK or great philanthropists or even action heroes. I wouldn't think anybody would be interested in in that. How are they experienced? Do people sit and watch the memories? Is it like Total Recall? They're implanted into you and you experience them? Just the create the glass avatars and they walk around and you ask them questions about their lives? No, it doesn't make any sense. You know, how do they store them? They must have a massive hard drive with all these people downloaded onto it. And why? Why do it in the first place? To preserve knowledge, but... Uh, but why? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's some disaster. Just the whole thing. The Visually, they look good. But motivationally, didn't make any sense. As for the finale, I think Capaldi gave a great performance on the battlefield. I thought that was really, really touching and moving. He gave some good speeches on there. And again, the cutting back for the first Doctor, cutting back to the original black and white regeneration. Yeah, okay, it was fine. That was better. That was better than the original opening sequence. But again, I would have liked to have seen it not at all or redone restaged maybe it was nice to see Nardole again Clara felt crowbarred in to me I'm not one of those who fans who dislike Clara I really liked her when she was with Matt Smith but with Peter Capaldi she didn't work and yeah she should have died in the Raven episode not come back for no good reason I was a bit disappointed that there was no scene in the episode which tied into the day of the Doctor I would have liked to have seen how and why the 12th Doctor ended up in that sequence but you can't have everything I suppose final speech goes on a bit too long for my liking it was a bit too mawkish it was a bit too pointless repeating the same things over and over again very much like in Peter Capaldi's first line a lot of the humour fell flat his very first line where he says I've got new liver I don't like the colour didn't that sort of thing doesn't work I don't think that just didn't work I think they, they should have cut it completely down and kept the section about children hearing the doctor's name and then the short section after that and that was all they needed with the regeneration if regenerations are always so destructive why does the doctor never think to land the TARDIS always flying it regenerates TARDIS explodes or crashes or something it just lands it every time that said, interesting first appearance from 13, and I really loved her first line. But overall, it was a mess story. The fact that I've not even mentioned anything about the story 
just goes to show that it didn't mean anything it was pointless some great performances some great scenes it's basically typical Latimer Moffat it was a really good idea that just doesn't deliver there was no need for David Bradley to be in there and there was no villain so ultimately it was pointless but it was watchable got great hopes for Jodie Whittaker I think it's going to be interesting to see how things are shaking up thanks very much for listening join me again when I have something else to review bye Monday? Oh, yes. You two are in prison together, were you not? I... I saw him around. <laughs>